0: sunlight spotlight sunlight spotlight is an opportunity to hear from our sunlight families why did they decide to homeschool with sunlight what do they love about it and what advice would they give to other sunlighters thank you so much for joining us Hello, Sunny from Sunlight here, and I am being joined today by the Shank family. Would you two like to introduce yourselves and then tell us a little bit more about your children?
1: Sure. I'm Adam Shank,
2: and I'm Bonnie, and uh, we've been sunlighting for using sunlight for over ten years now, and uh, started with obviously our oldest child when she started first grade, and uh, then as each other child became uh, school age, we've just continued with that. Um, <laughs> It's been an amazing fit for our family from the start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's great. And did you always plan
0: to homeschool or was this something that you decided as your daughter got a little bit older? And if so, why did you choose to homeschool and what made Sunlight stand out as the curriculum you wanted to use?
1: Yeah, we, we pretty much always wanted to. Bonnie had been homeschooled uh, as well as some public school and some private school, so she's had all... Um, possibilities. I only went to public school, so the concept of homeschooling was pretty, I mean, I knew about it, but not much, and so Bonnie uh, was really interested in doing that, and, um, you know, I I had some hesitancies, not a lot, but just basic, normal reservations against homeschool that everyone's heard who's homeschooled, Uh, but they were quickly dispelled, and, um, you know, I I just caught the vision, and I, I haven't looked back
2: yeah. I forget. There was a second part to your question. Have we always wanted to? <laughs> and then there was a second part. What was the. Yeah. yeah. And then sunlight. why sunlight? Oh, what made oh, you decide yeah. that sunlight was the mm-hmm. curriculum to
0: you? Well,
2: uh, you know, for me growing up um, the years that I was homeschooled, my favorite memories of homeschooling were my mom reading with us. And uh, so that was always something so important to me. Like before we even, before our kids were even school age from the time, you know, I mean, from almost from the time our kids were born, we were reading with them And, uh, so sunlight just seemed like a a really natural fit because it's really majority is reading and a lot of it in the early years is reading together with, you know, parents and children together. And, uh, for me, that was just such a, it, it, it wasn't even, um, it didn't even almost feel like a transition because we were already doing that. And so then it was just like, okay, well now we have some guidance and now we're following a plan and now we're kind of, we have a direction that we're going with our reading, but, um, it just kind of fell in with, with our family's, um, habits already of, of reading aloud with our kids and, um, and prioritizing that. So,
0: yeah, I love that. All the great books that Sunlight has to offer yes. and it doesn't really feel like school does it?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially it does more. Them. So now that they're older, there's a lot, yeah. there's, there's some more expectations now that they're older, but yeah, those early years, it was really like, I, and I, I, um, I always told Adam, I feel like I get more out of it than the kids do. I just, I, I'm eating up all of this literature and, even the, even the books that are slightly less, uh, story, like, um, you know, some of the history books and things, I still, I'm just eating it up and I'll get all excited about something and be like, Oh my goodness, did you know this? And (laughs) so I think, I think we, as parents sometimes benefit more, um, the kids kids do too. (laughs)
0: Absolutely. And Adam, you mentioned early on, you had some initial hesitations that have since been dispelled, you know, about homeschooling in general, but what are some of the biggest fears or challenges that you guys were able to overcome when you started homeschooling and how did you do that?
3: Well,
1: you know, the first one you always hear is like, well, how are your kids going to (laughs) socialize socializing? It's not a problem. Uh, You know, we're involved in our church. Uh, We're involved in other activities. We're involved in sports. Um, For about four years of homeschooling, we lived overseas. So we were involved with our mission. Uh, And there just has, it's never been an issue. There's, our kids are better uh, socialized for lack of the term than, than I ever was as a public school student. They, they know how to relate to people of all ages. Whereas I was stuck with people, my own age, you know, a hundred of them every day, uh, you know, for nine months out of the year. So it's a much better fit, um, I, I think. As regarding you know that aspect, it's mm-hmm. it's not a concern at all.
2: And I think uh, another one of the challenges or hesitations Adam had early on um, was just: can we be consistent? Can we follow through? Or you know, are our kids gonna you know be mm-hmm. like, ah, oh, they're really they've got some huge gaps, you know? And um, so I think that early on he was kind of like, I don't know, can can we really do this and do it well? Mm-hmm. And, um, for me, that hesitation has always kind of been a spur in the back of my mind to, um, to not be too lackadaisical about our approach to homeschooling. Um, I guess for me, that was kind of a motivation, like, okay. Just because we're homeschooling doesn't mean that we can be lazy or, you know, um, I guess some of the some of the typical ideas that people think about homeschoolers. So, (laughs) But
1: but also I've learned that just because you have like a 45 minute class with a bell in between and you have nine of those per day, it doesn't mean that you're efficient. You're actually learning or or accomplishing more. I mean, we actually being now more laid back and not strict, we we get more done (laughs) than I ever would have in school, or our kids would in school, uh, based on my school, my public school experience. Mm-hmm. So the rigidity of public school and the system of the bells and the classes—it's uh, really not real life. I mean, it's not like the work world, generally speaking. Depending on your job, uh, it doesn't really set them up for being an independent learner in charge of their time and, and knowing how to organize their day. You know, with our aid. So it just—you know—all those those concerns regarding the organization and efficiency and and getting things done, it it just doesn't, in our case, it, it doesn't apply.
0: Yeah. So speaking of organization, how do you organize your homeschool day? You know, do you combine your kids? Do you have them separate? What does that look like, your typical homeschool day?
2: You know, it has been different. Probably every year since we started homeschooling, um, and a lot of that was because of different transitions that we were going through. Um, when we moved overseas, things had to look different. When we were in France, and then when we lived in Africa, things had to had to look different there. You know, um, but our typical homeschool day now, at this point, um, uh, I've always well. So back to one of your original questions: um, Do we combine? I have, I have combined our oldest two um, from the time that um, our second born was uh, starting kindergarten. I I joined them together and they've stayed together um, most of, for most of their subjects since then, obviously English and math are always on different levels, but, um, but for the, you know, the the spine of history and science, they've been together and uh, literature. And um, so that's our daughter and son. And then um, we've combined our, second or third and fourth children um Josiah and Emmanuel There, they're three years apart and so that one's been a little bit more of a challenge to combine them um but it's worked out pretty well for the most part uh, and you know obviously um the older one is always far ahead in reading and uh and math and things like that but um but for the the read alouds and the history and the science it's uh it's easy to flex that and that's one of the things we love about sunlight is um you know it's not necessarily geared to a specific grade level. So you can, you can really just have family discussion about stuff. And um, the last couple of years I've tried to even uh, line up like uh, our older two were doing world history and our younger two were during, doing world history, but on the lower level. And then, um, and then they both did American history last year um, the older two, it was high school level. So that was just a one year um, history, but yeah, so it it's uh at the you know the beginning years there was a lot more of me hands on involvement um now that our older two are both in high school they are very very independent i hardly do anything like sitting down with them anymore they still like me to do read alouds with them and um up until this current school year um i have prioritized that we just um we just adopted a baby boy in july and so my availability is not as great as it was even 6 <laughs> months ago um for the kids but uh so i you know i hope at some point i i hope to still go back to doing at least one read aloud with the oldest two because um that's just those are our favorite things we so many discussions come up from that um we just it's shared memories um, Um, When you share a story with someone, it's almost like it becomes a part of both of your lives and or all of your lives, depending on how many people are listening in. And so uh, I really like to prioritize that. But I still do. I still do a lot of hands on with the the second or third and fourth children.
0: Yeah. So you have a vast age range and yes. I know we get a lot of questions about, you know, my child's in high school. Do I just mm-hmm. hand everything over and let them yes. do it? And also questions about I have babies or toddlers that are distracting yes. from my other kids. So yes. how how do you, you mentioned you have a little less time, but you're still being intentional about read aloud. But mm-hmm. how do you manage that you know, do your older kids help out as well with some of the reading for your middles, or or how do you really coordinate your schedule to make sure that everybody's getting what they need?
2: Yeah, you know, this um this the start of this school year has been probably the most laid back that we have ever had, and just by necessity um, because we didn't just have a baby; it's an adoption process, so there's still like a lot of extra things involved with that. Still so paperwork that we're doing, um, still home visits from a social worker um, just lots of extra stuff and even visits with like the birth mother and her and her ch- other children. So this, this school year has been very different. I have, um, at least the beginning of it. I'm, I'm, my goal is that after Christmas, we're going to kind of do a restart and try to incorporate everything back into the schedule. I'm hoping that we can do that. Um, his adoption should be finalized in the middle of January. So we're kind of hoping like we can do a reset then and really kind of gear into, um, a full-blown school year, but, um, I I always have thought, you know, and my husband too, we've always thought schooling is more than just the book subjects, um, you know, homeschooling our children. We've always wanted our goal to be, to train our children for real life. And so having a baby in the house is a great opportunity. They're all involved. They're all helping with his needs, um, feeding him, occupying him. If he's fussy, you know, and I need to work with somebody Mm -hmm. else or, if, you know, if I have a job I need to be doing around the house. So everyone is having to be involved with that. And, um, I'm so thankful mm-hmm. because I think that when they become parents themselves, they're going to remember those skills. It's not mm-hmm. going to be like, ah, what do we do? You know, I've never <laughs> dealt with anything like this before in my life, which is what I feel like a lot of us, uh, feel a like uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> So I love that we have, that our older kids are getting to have this experience with um, having a baby in the home and they're learning that sometimes you have to sacrifice something that you would really like to prioritize, but you have to sacrifice it for the good of somebody else who, who has, you know, uh, immediate needs. And so that's like, that's a really good life skill that we're glad that, um, that our kids are learning.
1: But they do um, to be more specific they do share their work um yeah. frequently i hear them i'm not sure what read aloud they're on now but mm-hmm. the two or older ones will read aloud to each other yeah and then the younger one will read aloud sometimes josiah will read to emmanuel yes. as much mm-hmm. so I, yeah. I think they share with that mm-hmm. um aspect
2: yeah so they do and and like i said the oldest two are are incredibly independent at this point um and then um our middle two <clears throat> Josiah's and in uh, seventh grade this year. So he can do a lot too on his, he is, is mostly independent as well. And uh, he does read a lot with, with Manny, our fourth who's in uh, fourth grade. So yeah. They, they help each other out. <laughs> so
0: what has been the best part of homeschooling for your family? And then what were the unexpected joys or changes in, you know, maybe what you visualized your homeschool life to be and then what it has become? What has been the best things and the best surprises about that?
1: Well, I think one thing is just the continuity we have. So when we started, we lived in a different town like four hours from here. Um, I was going to school and working and then we were uh, joining our mission. So then we moved. Uh, sort of a couple temporary locations briefly, uh, just in preparation and schooling. And then we moved to France for a year, and then we moved to Africa, and then we moved back here. And so if we hadn't homeschooled, our kids would have been jumbled all around. They would yeah. have had so many different public school or private school experiences. Uh, but since we've homeschooled, they've had continuity almost the whole time yeah. you know, with a little bit of variation. But um, so I think just having sunlight, the same curriculum, they they know what to expect. And that's mm-hmm. given them a sense of security and mm-hmm. uh, just understanding of what's expected of them.
2: hmm. Yeah. And I think that kind of ties into the unexpected. Um, Something I I never would have thought about is the fact that because, you know, we reuse um, the same books with the younger ones as they're going through them, our older ones will be like, oh, I remember where we were sitting when we read that story. And because we lived in Africa for three years, they're like, I remember we were sitting in, you know, like our, our mud hut or whatever, they'll, they'll remember like specific locations or, um, what time of year it was. Oh, that was in rainy season. And remember how we all huddled up when we were reading this book and we were watching, you know, so it sparks like all of these family memories too. And the stories are tied to locations. And because we've had a kind of a unique, um, life of living different places, our kids remember where we were, what we were doing, the people that were around us there. And um, sometimes that's bittersweet. Like sometimes they feel sad because of that, but it's mixed with joy too. You know, they'll remember and they'll miss people um, or they'll miss a location that they loved living. And, um, but you know, that's, again, that's like a real part of life. And um, I'm just so thankful that we can share that together. We talk about it as a whole family. Um, It has given us a really great Bond. it's giving given our, our our children a, a really strong sibling bond um, with all of the the different things they've experienced together and then they they'll write notes to each other sometimes even in a school book knowing that their siblings going to be using that book in a couple years they'll write in the yeah. back of it and they'll be like hey you know I was here on this day you know <laughs> so it's kind of a fun little um, a fun little bond that they have together and yeah I don't know that that's something that I would have ever thought about or or hoped for but it's a kind of a cool benefit.
0: Yeah, that's a great idea. I've never thought of that either my two are five years apart. And so yeah. oftentimes we forget the read allowance by the time we do them yeah. the second time, other than yes. oh, I liked this one, but I don't really remember the story. I remember. But yeah, I'm gonna tell my my older child to start writing notes for her
2: brother. Yeah, yeah. Even if you if you don't want them writing on the book, you could you know stick a sticky note yeah, in there or something stick that, stick that the younger sibling will find later on. It's really kind of a fun surprise. And also, our older ones they still want to sit in and listen again on the you know the younger ones' books. They'll be like, oh, that one was so good, and they'll listen and they'll, they'll like kind of wander into the room when we're doing that that read aloud and be like. <laughs> Oh, I remember this part. And I always have to tell them, don't tell, don't tell. Yeah, don't happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I
0: love that. So do you scatter your read-alouds throughout the day or is it like at the end of the day, everybody comes together or how do you do those read-alouds?
2: Yeah, right now it's, it's scattered throughout the day. It's pretty much whenever I can, whenever I'm available, which is different, you know, different, uh, each day right now with, uh, all that we have going on in our schedule and the baby, and sometimes things are unpredictable. And, um, so yeah, they're, they're pretty much scattered around throughout the day. Now, um, when they were all younger, we, pre- we would, we would be a bit more consistent with when we did what, and a lot of times we would save a certain read aloud for bedtime because it was just a great bedtime story, but.
0: All right. Well, let's go ahead and bring your kids in. I Thanks. would love to talk to them too. Thank you so much for yeah. sharing everything, you know, that you have so far. I'll kind so- of introduce
2: everyone we've yeah, got Josiah yeah, he has, down here. Josiah's number. Yeah. Josiah is 13. He's our number. He's our third child. And then Lily is 17 and she's holding our youngest Hezekiah. Okay. He is four months and Emmanuel hi. is nine going on 10 and Jonathan, he's our second born and he is 14. So maybe we'll just Hello, kind of hi. everyone. Hi. You can you say good morning? We'll start. Down okay. <laughs> All
0: Alright. I am thrilled to speak to you guys today and hear a little bit about your sunlight experiences and your parents have told me about all the different places you all have lived while you've done sunlight too, which is really Mm -hmm. cool. Um, So tell me a little bit about yourself, what activities you like to do, maybe your favorite things about sunlight or, you know, some of the places you've lived, anything that you want to share?
3: Well, I like doing martial arts with my dad and Jonathan and working outside yeah. And, and
2: homeschooling gives you the flexibility to be yeah. able to do those things, right? You can mm-hmm. devote more time to those things mm-hmm. because yeah,
0: which is so true. If you have an activity like in your case martial arts or being outside, you're not limited to when you're outside of school hours. Yeah. you can mm-hmm. do that, whatever.
4: Maybe what's your favorite book <laughs> or favorite <laughs> subject or something? Um... We can come back to you, you
0: <laughs> I, like, uh, well, I,
3: like, I like the Lord of the Rings books
0: sunlight inspires the love of reading yes. from an early <laughs> age right so then you can branch off into the books that you like to read
4: well i love reading um <laughs> probably because of sunlight but, Um i love the witch of blackbird pond johnny tremaine what other ones
2: we read one last
3: year that you guys really liked the oh or something. they love to, to laugh they, they loved, loved to laugh, laugh. that the one was really good. good yeah um yeah. Yeah saying
4: about sometimes on box day i'll like uh find a book that i think is interesting and i'll like <laughs> open it to the last page and see what the ending is <laughs> um, and then one you time like surprises like, yeah, it like spoiled the whole book one time and i'm like oh no i'm never doing that again <laughs> <laughs> so i ruined it
2: yeah nanny <laughs> <laughs> do you want to tell her one of your favorite books from sunlight um
4: we just read Justin Morgan had a horse. I really liked that one.
2: That is a good one.
0: I like that one too. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. Um, I like Johnny Chiman. Carrying on Mr. Yeah, yeah, that was a that
2: nice was one. one the, that was uh, yeah, that, that was, was one
4: of the best favorite. Favorite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Jonathan, how about you? What are some of your favorite things about sunlight?
3: Well, I like to hunt, like deer hunt or yeah, so I can get up early <coughs> and go out or do that without having to worry about it like messing up a schedule or something because you can just sort of do it whenever you have time so that's nice that
0: is really cool yeah so you prefer then to go hunting in the morning and do your school later in the day it sounds like Mm
3: -hmm. yeah i'll hunt morning or evening and um just depending on when the sun rises i can i'll usually be back in by breakfast or whatever and then i can just do school after breakfast
0: yeah so would you all recommend homeschooling to other kids your age I know sometimes they're hesitant
4: to do
0: it, but yeah, tell me why you think other kids should school.
4: There's a lot of bad influences in public school. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I know because I'm on a swim team for the, our local high school, so I can oh, okay. see that a little bit, <laughs> yeah. um, but I also love that it's, like we said before, flexible and everything, Um and that it gives us time to spend time together and whereas like if we were public school um we would be like separated almost all day and then we have to come home and do our homework and so mm-hmm. yeah there's less time together but I like this mm-hmm.
3: so. yeah in homeschooling all you have is homework so it makes it easy <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's true yeah and you can set your own schedule if you want to get out yeah, quickly
3: could know?
4: take a day off too. if we're feeling sick or we're yeah. staying probably be a public school Then
3: yeah sometimes yeah. like you wish yeah. you had a a little more schedule, you're like, oh, we're getting behind or whatever. But, like, in the long run, it's so much better because like you you can spend time with your family like while you do school work yeah you just it's a lot nicer and
4: you can share like what you're learning together you can do it all together even if it's like not for their grade level mm-hmm. like oh we're doing this really cool thing in science right now yeah or, or like I think my mom said we read books to get like all the books we share the books so <laughs> when they did biology they did like the dissecting and me and my brother we like to, to watch yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> i was gonna
0: ask about that if you do group science experiments too or you know, yeah, yeah anything like that like you bring in yeah. your other siblings to mm-hmm. watch or help with
4: anything. i like with the microscope they'd always be like oh what are you looking at this time and they'd always want to come yeah check mm-hmm. it out too yeah yeah and sometimes uh, i remember uh what was it last year that we did biology, yes.
3: biology. Yeah. yeah yeah
4: last school year me and josiah we did like plants bi- in biology and we grew uh-huh. radishes and other plants and stuff like that but did your plants survive <laughs> <laughs> well most so of them died but a few uh-huh. of them survived and then they just died off afterwards well
3: they, they lived did a really long they, long su- time, they survived the whole science time but then we like transplanted them and they died <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's what always happens in my house too. They start out strong, and then we—I think we overwater, and everything guys. So, and you guys have a, a new little brother too. What's been the yes. best part about being with him all the time?
4: Oh man, um, just being with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm sure he loves having you guys
0: yeah. around.
4: I like helping with him and giving him baths and stuff. That's fun. <laughs> Cause I don't really, I don't really remember uh, much of when they were all babies. So <laughs> it's nice yeah. to have another one that I can actually remember.
0: Is there anything else you guys want to share or tell our other some like kids or their
4: parents about why homeschooling is great. That's we a, love yeah. going on field trips with our friends. That's awesome. We can like get all a bunch of home- homeschoolers and go to like uh, historic villages and
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah we went we went to, gettysburg. We went to gettysburg. gettysburg with our
4: best friends oh nice awesome yeah. was,
3: it was really fun
4: yeah it was. yeah but well, that is
0: something nice that you mentioned you can go to the places you're learning about mm-hmm. too where yeah if kids in school they have field trips but not necessarily to the places that they're reading mm-hmm. about and learning about so yeah that is really cool. or
4: where they're interested in specifically yeah exactly So,
0: what has been your favorite sunlight level that you've done so far?
4: Oh (laughs) man, down (laughs) to just one. (laughs) Um, I always like the American history years. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, probably because I'm an American. Yeah, Are we going into
3: American history (laughs) this year? You're finishing up American. history. Oh yeah, Yeah, finishing up. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. So you're in level E this year, Mm
4: -hmm. and I love how all the books correspond to what you're learning about in history. It's really cool like um i love the historical fiction ones like mm-hmm. um numbering the stars mm-hmm. number the stars, number so the stars. yeah Lowry. Mm-hmm. for science we're doing mm-hmm. space this year
2: mm-hmm. yeah and you're really interested in space yeah. aren't you manny
4: mm-hmm.
2: yeah so you can spend a lot of extra time reading about space on your own time too
4: and we got to see the partial lunar eclipse the other day yeah we did we we oh, got we got to see the lunar eclipse a few days ago. Mm-hmm. At four o'clock in the morning.
0: <laughs> well, very fun. Thank you so much for talking. You're welcome. This. It's been very cool. I, I love to hear from our Sunlight kids too. So I really yeah. appreciate it.
2: Well, can you guys all say thank you to Sunny? Thank, thank you. you. Thank you.
0: And thank you, Bonnie and Adam.
2: Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Bye-bye.
0: Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining us today for Sunlight Spotlight. Would you like to see your family featured next month? If so, please make sure to apply at sunlight.com. You can also nominate another sunlight family if you'd like. Bye for now.